gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up with Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Warren. Get the latest of what's going on in Ottawa when it comes to real estate, mortgages, and whatever else they want to talk about. Have a coffee, some laughs, and learn something new each Friday at 10 a.m. Yeah. Yes, what's up, everybody? My name is Greg Campbell, I'm a realtor and partner at Blue Panda Realty. Hi, Greg. Paul. <laughs> my, name, my name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm I'm your friend. Uh, I am uh, one of the proud owners of uh, Referral Mortgages, and uh, I'm a mortgage agent and mortgage specialist. David. David Warren, mortgage agent and partnered with Paul, owner of uh, Referral Mortgages. Happy to uh, have everyone here on a mortgage and real estate show. <laughs> I feel like we are. Uh, well, that was the first time we did it. This is the first time we've introduced ourselves. Ever. Well, ever. Yeah. yeah. Flawless. We, uh, we chatted yesterday about uh, 2020 a few times. And uh, what a year. What a year it's been. Uh, I have to admit, my energies are a bit low today. Uh, you know, we... It's been a trying week, so Friday is, uh, we're definitely wrapping it up, I think, physically, mentally, work-wise, yeah, everything. I got a a funny story about wrapping it up. Uh, Last night, we were getting ready to, you know, packing for the cottage, and, uh, you know, I I was doing my end-of-year wrap, my real estate wrap, right, that I did last year, so I've been planning on getting it done, and then with, you know, with time permitting and everything, we kind of decided that I would do it up at the cottage. Um, when we get there. So last night I say to, uh, I say to Anna, Oh man, like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta wrap. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap everything here. Um, before we go, she's like, Oh, I thought you were wrapping at the cottage. And that, and I'm talking about wrapping Christmas presents. And she's like, Oh, I thought you were wrapping at the cottage. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I guess I can do that. So I go downstairs. Um, and then I, I come back up thinking like, no, wait a minute. Like you're, I, we're not going to have any wrapping paper. I'm not taking any wrapping. She's like, Oh, she's like, I thought you were talking about your wrap, not wrapping presents. <laughs> so I wrapped my gifts last night. W yeah. Wrap, not our wrap, you know, wrap up. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's why in the advert yesterday on Instagram, the uh, Friday wrap up, wrap the wrap up. red, you know, you're wrapping. Yeah. When you're a rapper, you know, guess I'm a rapper. You've probably heard rap more than 99% of the population ever. Yeah, probably. The word rap. <laughs> oh, oh God. So, yeah. Oh, totally. God. I was going to say, Gregory's got quite the background going. A little change, uh, you know, a little change of background. Yeah, you know, just uh, closed up shop. The office is uh, closed now for me and getting ready to go, you know, at home. Can't believe I'm leaving for two and a half weeks. Kind of yeah, looking forward to it. That's going to be amazing. We, uh, we definitely, it's definitely going to be, I think if you tur- actually turn your phone off and uh, disconnect, you're going to feel like a new man come uh, January 4th. I am. I am. Fifth? Yeah. January 5th. Fifth. I'll be back online January 5th. Yeah. I like it. Right. So, uh, yeah. Anyways. So, uh, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just keep going here. What's happening? Real estate, what's going on? What's going on? Are we doing a show? What's, uh, so, you know, talking about, you know, talking about the year 2020, uh, it was pretty crazy. I think I'm precedented for all of us. 
Um, no one knew what was going to happen. Real estate boomed. You guys boomed uh, through real estate, Paul and David. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, you know, uh, yesterday uh, when we when we did our, our little uh, little off air chat, you know, we were talking about um, new home, new new purchase versus um, uh, versus refis and stuff yeah. like that and what and what people are using their money for what like what was the what did you find that the majority of people were using the money for and what were the banks looking at when everyone was refinancing their property yeah i mean it's uh it's definitely something where we had it a lot this year um you know in i would say in the march april people were reaching out to refinance because they weren't sure what was going to happen this year kind of that fear not really knowing where the year was heading that sort of thing and kind of wanting that extra little nest egg but um but over the year really because of the home price is increasing so much people are definitely pulling out that equity to buy rental properties to invest you know some debt consolidation but definitely a lot of people you know even that bought a year ago two years ago where they have you know a stacked townhome in Stittsville where it went up a hundred grand in like two years, they're pulling that equity out to, to, to buy rentals, which is, you know, which is great because it, it helps the rental market, which we've talked about many times being, you know, really tough and, and kind of helps to help that, you know, playing field of bringing down maybe rent and, you know, and, and stop escalating those prices. But um, right. yeah, no, that's really what, you know, what I saw. I don't know, Paul, you, I think you're probably pretty similar. Yeah, I think just, you know, we were, again, in our, in our chat, we were just saying that yesterday, the, um, it's been, it's been a very unique year as far as real estate prices. And I, I kind of alluded to the fact that I felt things kind of, kind of weren't fast forward, you know, like what, what would have happened over a, a two year time frame as far as price increases and such happened over six months and people that bought, like they said, a year ago, their, their property's now gone up 100,000. A lot of those people are now converting those homes that they bought originally as a starter home, taking some of the equity out or uh, converting that to a rental and, and buying a new place at 5% down. And it's just, it's like I said, it's, it's accelerated everything, right? People are, they kind of put everything in fast forward. And, you know, one thing that we have noticed, at least I've noticed, is that it's it's really has forced people to reflect on a lot of things. Um, you know, what's important in life, most importantly. And I think that a big part of that is, is where you live, right? Your home. Uh, I think a lot of people have a house and, uh, people thought a bit more about creating a home this year, you know? Um, True. I think, uh, you know, the, the important things, the, uh, the relationships, your career, um, a lot of these things have been, you know, people have been forced to reflect on them, uh, whether it be working from home, uh, not being able to see certain people, you know, you really had to, maybe not put it on paper, but people have really had to take a step back and be like, okay, what, what I actually want to do. And something that might've been a, a 10 year goal or a five year goal in January is now a 12 month goal, because I think people are realizing that things can change on, on, you know, the drop of a dime or drop of a hat. And, um, why wait? You know, it's a, it's a matter of, you know, you, you know what you want, you know what you're looking to do. And I think this year, a lot of people never had goals set or never had plans. It was a, it was always a dream, you know, maybe down the road we'll do that. And I think people have had to hunker down and actually reassess their life and reevaluate what they want. Like, what do I want to do for work? Do I want to work at this job? Do I want to work from home? Um, where do I see myself in, in five years and why am I not there now? You know, who's in my bubble? Who do I want to talk to? Who's going to be in my bubble that I actually care about even? Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, powerful Paul, there he is again. Powerful and yeah. profound. I love it. But, 
But I think something. Right I mean, it, it, I think a good segue of something that Paul just said of the the home prices and 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 jumping in value this year and, and the escalation really over the last twelve months that could have been a few years. Um, Steve, maybe you could bring up those uh, those stats for the growth uh, because yeah. certainly you know, and, and Greg, you can kind of speak to this. Uh, you know, kind of explain what. Well, I mean, whatever. Like, what do we have here? We have the. Uh, it goes back to uh, what is it? August twenty nineteen. Can't really see on there. August or, or April twenty nineteen, all the way up till now. And I mean, you've got the benchmark uh, line, I'll say, like it's not even really a curve. And then you've got what happened, um, you know, with, uh, with COVID and this, this whole, um, this whole last year, it's kind of, it's kind of wild seeing the spike. And yeah, Dave, we were talking, saying that, uh, you know, imagine if that just had a kept going straight up, yeah. if, if the pandemic hadn't have happened, what would that look like? Yeah, like that, you know, where that huge for people watching, like you know, that huge peak is where the pandemic hit and 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 kind of the volumes fell off. So you know, that's home price. If, it, if you know, what would have happened if not a pandemic? Uh, where would they be? I mean, that's a crazy hockey stick. That's um, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, and it's and it's and it's it's hard to think about of where yeah where price would have been. So um, you know. It certainly you can see at the end the tail end us going up again and it kind of constantly rising but uh yeah it's definitely an interesting an interesting curve and even the dip like from you know february till may i mean a lot of that was kind of a forced dip as well not necessarily people yeah. didn't want to buy but you know we weren't allowed to leave our houses for weeks you know you couldn't you, there was no open houses everything was being done virtually like it, it just made the point of entry a lot more difficult and i think that just it, it, it was kind of like a forced pause, right? I don't think, I think, as you said, it would have continued to go up, but all things considered, it is probably for the best as far as the market, making sure that there's no, you know, perceived bubble or uh, mm-hmm. going to burst or really, you know, every, everyone that was waiting, you know, Greg, you've mentioned a few times in the last couple of weeks that a lot of clients are, you know, waiting for the market to come down or waiting for the bubble to burst and all this. Well, if that had kept going up, then they would have been right. But because of this, you know, things flattened out and now we're where we should be, you know, like things are balanced. Um, and, and even as home prices have gone up this, you know, this year, uh, you know, the qualifying because rates came down so dramatically from February as well. So did the qualifying rate. So, you know, it made, it made it easier that yes, home prices went up, but you know, part of that was also that qualifying for mortgages, uh, became a little easier with that bank of Canada rate coming down and, and that qualifying. But, um, yeah, no, it's certainly a, a very interesting, uh, an interesting depiction of kind of the market as a whole. Steve, hit us with the long term. I think there's there's two graphs there, but the long term is a is a pretty cool indicator as well, just showing the consistency of the auto yeah. market and <clears throat> where we're heading. Wow. And, and Dave, I know you had mentioned yeah. yesterday there's a few homes that you'd looked at recently for clients on one of our internal systems, and you you kind of saw um, kind of a repetition or or a what do you call it like a yeah, like kind of like yeah, that standard pattern, and and I know he's uh, a great two word. <laughs> I you know I know I know Greg's you know mentioned it. We've all heard it. You know, well, there's and people think it themselves. Like I think you've said it before, uh, Paul. But you know, people think, oh, there's no way my house is worth five hundred thousand, or there's no way my house is worth two fifty, or there's no way my house would is two fifty today would double. Uh, you know, in the next ten years, that's just crazy. Like my house is only worth two fifty. Um, when in fact, you know, I looked at even my own house of the his- historical pricing of that. And, you know, in 99 to 2007, it doubled. 
you know, who the person in 1999, there's no way they would have said, no, this house, there's no way this is going to double. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it's, it was a, it's a direct pattern. I, I live, you know, downtown in center town it, you know, from 99 to 2007 doubled from 2007 to 2011 doubled like again, like, you know, from 11 to 18 and it's a good pattern of like anywhere from five to eight, five to 10 years where it's doubling or increasing by 50%. It was, it's pretty, it's a pretty wild uh, trajectory, but it, it's historical. Like this isn't something that is just 2020 or just 2019. Um, you know, this is in right. Ottawa. We've had that consistent, like you can see on that graph, that consistent growth. Um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting depiction. The one thing, uh, before I get into some numbers for 2021 here, I had a call yesterday and we were talking about uh, the perception of in people's heads. Now they're thinking, well, I'm, I could buy a house today and then my house could be worth a hundred thousand dollars more in two years, just mm-hmm. because of what happened in the last year. And I'm like, well, that's, I go, that's incredible, but that's not really accurate. You know, it, it yeah. could, but I say, if you look at the history, like after this, it's going to stop and it could only go up by like, you know, 5%, then 2%, then maybe yeah. 1% and then it'll steady, steadily climb again. And then we'll get another big spike. Like we did at some point around like 2012 or 13 or whatever, hmm. um, before, before it leveled out. So I think everybody needs to be aware, especially this late, if you're this late in the game, um, that don't think that you, if you buy something right now, you're also at an inflated price point. And don't think that if you buy that house, it's $500,000 that it's going to be worth $600,000 next year. Right. Because because chances are it's not, you know, Uh, you you got to look at something more realistic. Yeah. The thing I was going to say about your point, Dave, too, is that like, I I know you, your place is in Centertown and that like, there's been certain areas of Ottawa that have obviously had a a big uptick, but it is cyclical. So, I mean, if you buy in... Orleans, you know, Orleans has been stagnant and Blackburn were stagnant for 10 years when everything else was exploding. Canada was exploding and Orleans for some reason didn't. And then out of nowhere last year, houses started to friggin' double in value. You know, like it's, it's, it's all, it all spins over to like, don't think one area of the city isn't going to increase. It just takes time for everything to kind of shift and people to see that as an opportunity and then start buying. And, you know, I, I think that's a, I mean, that's a very foul point. Right now, Centertown, prices aren't escalating like they are in Canada, Stittsville, Orleans. You know, of uh, this year, right. 2020, housing prices in the downtown core haven't been going up as quickly because people have been migrating to the suburbs. Um, people are wanting more space or wanting that extra, that extra home office or what have you. Um, so it is, you know, every area is cyclical, you know, like it is, you know, there's different Uh impacts and different factors that will drive an area. And it's some, and stuff where you can't necessarily foresee, like, you know, nobody could have foreseen, uh, you know, a pandemic like this, but, you know, in, in other areas, like, uh, um, where, uh, Amazon like built their warehouse, who would have thought, you know, 10 years ago that, you know, that area, um, slipping my mind, uh, emotion, Carlsbad. Yeah. Who would have thought that the land and, and pricing around there 10 years ago would be where it's at? Like, it's only in the last few years that Amazon built this massive warehouse and adding a thousand employees. Um, Same thing with, you know, D, uh, RCMP or DND or who, who made yeah. the out west and like in Barhaven or wherever it was. And that just. Yeah, well, that's, that's what dropped the East End prices a bit yeah. when they moved to Barhaven, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, I think, I think to, to you know, 
both your points like you know yeah every area is different every area is cyclical you can't necessarily foresee out um, nobody's crystal ball I, I think when people are doing their numbers especially if you're looking at investment properties or you know what your return is going to be i like thinking that to your point greg like that you're going to get a 10 percent, 20 percent return on investment over a year is you know like that's just crazy to go into a, a property thinking that i think like you know yeah. assuming consuming a two or a three percent annual increase and if the number if your numbers work on that then go off that don't don't think you're going to be shooting for the moon every time it's it's true and if you think about people that bought like i remember working with buyers before this all happened you know and, and they were like they were pushing it you know oh my god can i afford this house in orleans at 265 this new build at 265 and now it's like they could sell it for you know 425 you know three years later and they're just sitting there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and you were, and you were questioning me saying buy in Orleans when it was still down. Right. And then it, you yeah. just don't know. You can, you can kind of guess and you can, it, you know, you can help people along the way, but now they're just, they're laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, you put like $200,000 in your pocket in three years. That's, that's insane. You yeah. know what I take away from that, Greg? What do you take away? Work with Greg Campbell. Don't question big stuff. You know, <laughs> you don't question me. <laughs> you're buying a house. It's going to be worth five hundred thousand in ten years. <laughs> you know what I think? I uh, just thinking about this day when you said crystal ball. I think I think the word crystal ball comes in too much. I think we need to do like a skit, or I should do like a a, a segment where I'm like mm. a genie with the crystal ball. Mm, I like it. I think, what is your What is your predictions? We'll have to get Maybe some dry ice in there. We'll have to get some smoke yeah, yeah, yeah. some dry Something. ice. You know? Yeah. I'll have like a little iguana on my shoulder or something, you know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know why. It just seems like I should have one. Has to have, one. The iguana has to have the big stuff chain on, you know. Yeah. Like <laughs> in his own, in his own turban and, and a patch and an eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the gecko, the gecko from uh, Geico, just standing there, being like, yeah. kind of advising you in your ear, you know. Yeah, something like that. And, and, oh, and speaking man. of big stuff and, and, and advising people or, or what, you know, just basically trying to transition this or segue it, you, you, got a, you had an interview done with the Auto Business Journal recently. Oh, yeah. So that should be coming out, I, I think, end of next week, which would be cool to end a year with it. But yeah, I, I got asked to do an interview about myself for the Ottawa Business Journal. So it talks about my life, music um vancouver moving back to ottawa getting into real estate uh where i'm at right now so it's pretty uh it's pretty cool um i like it yeah and i talk about uh i talk about you guys talk about the growcast podcast that paul and i started centuries ago before anyone was doing it in ottawa <laughs> look where that got us hey <laughs> it got us it got us very well versed in doing these kind of things well that's a good I, point kind of Kind, it's kind so funny when you when you when you actually live through it, you don't you don't realize the uh, no the benefits. But uh, you're right. I mean, it's one of those things. I was saying recently, I went through a a personal situation that two years ago I know would have had me you know stressing and shit in my pants. And uh, because I'd done it previously, it was much easier to take on. You know, I was able to get the toilet paper and everything in advance. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's once you once you go through something, obviously, it, it just makes it that much easier the next time. And sometimes that uh, that experience goes uh, unnoticed. You know, you don't really value it unless you stop, take a second, and stop. And uh, you know, going back to the 2020, you know, we've all had to do that a bit more. So I've had lots of time to reflect this year, but. 
Uh, I think Growcast, if nothing else, gave us you know a good insight into yeah. some of the. We were both new in business, and it gave us good insight into some of the experienced business owners in the city, and you know what they do, and just if nothing else, it kind of gave us peace of mind that we were doing the right things. You know, we got we got to get those episodes back up. I saw that the Facebook page is still there, but we got to get those back up, man. We had some. Yeah, that was great. That was great, Paul. <laughs> And then even the videos we did with, uh, with what is it, Chris, uh, well, I can't remember his name, um, the video one with uh, the Waterbridge guys. We did that with them, and then we did, um, what's Chris's name, uh, Big Rig, what's his name? Why can't I remember? Oh, Phillips. Chris Phillips? Chris Phillips, Chris Phillips, yeah, that was great. Yeah, we had, the, that was at the referral office, which was kind of funny. I definitely walked in being like, what is going on here? <laughs> we, were light, we were light years ahead. We got to get that up for people to see. They don't even know. <laughs> don't even know well even even the early even the early wrap-up uh episodes you know if you go back those three years from uh from our elgin office and uh, and i was trying to do it in person from the uh from his cell phone on a on a shitty tripod uh with the musical guests yeah Yeah. musical guests yeah we were uh yeah it was great. We need a we need a musical we need a musical guest here. We, we got to start doing more stuff. Oh, by the way, actually, this is uh, ironically, I spoke with uh, Kevin Morris yesterday, the stats guy, and mm. uh, yeah, he's totally down. So for the new year, I told him we'd do like a test run with him and see how it looked, and then uh, he's on board, whether so it's throw- once a week or once a month, whatever. I'm going to throw this at you guys, and uh, I, you know, I ask our listeners to do the same, but. Uh, Greg and David, what is your highlight of 2020 in a, in a tumultuous year? And what are you looking forward to most about 2021? My highlight of 2020 was uh, connecting a lot with my family, starting to work on music again. And 2021, I'm looking forward to working on more music with my wife. We have some stuff and uh, it's exciting and I want everyone to hear it. Um, that, oh, that's on a personal level, on a business level. I had a great year and uh, I think 2021 is going to be even better. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe another pandemic in within a pandemic. David? Yeah. I, uh, I would say, I'd say certainly, uh, you know, something I don't do very often, but being forced to like everyone, you know, slow down and spend more time at home, you know, reconnect with life, uh, you know, like, you know, just more, you know, cooking at home, like, you know, making fresh pasta, like something you'd never done before, but being forced into these things that, you know, wouldn't have done otherwise. And, and even after, you know, things opening up and a little bit more of still, you know, doing those things and continuing them has been, uh, has been great on, again, on the, on the personal side and, and, uh, even small things as stupid as it sounds, you know, yet working from home, what has been actually, you know, great being, you know, taking the dogs for an afternoon walk, which is something I don't do. I usually don't leave my office for like eight to 10 hours straight. So, uh, or see daylight. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, actually going out and, uh, going out and actually, you know, doing that midday, getting, you know, just stretching legs and, and that sort of thing was, you know, it sounds so small and, and, you know, but to me, that was actually uh, something great. And, and, you know, on a business side, uh, you know, all I, you know, we, we launched referral mortgages and independent brokerage. Uh, we branched off, you know, have a lot going there, which has been fantastic. And, and business has, you know, been, been good this year. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, I think you guys saw, or we talked about before, uh, uh, my buddy and I, Marcus, we, you know, bought, uh, bought a cottage together. So being able to spend time up there as well. So that was uh, a huge highlight. 
Paul, what were your highlights? <laughs> that was great, um, All the above. No, I, I, uh, I feel like, yeah, this year has been very unique, obviously. Um, everyone has had to change a lot of their behaviors. Um, but kind of what I was saying yesterday, I think for me, it's been to Dave's point, like we're very, we have a very hectic lifestyle. I think all of us, um, between kids, the business, just life in general. And then you sprinkle in any other little mix of things on top of that. And it, it becomes overwhelming. So I think I've had a, the, I guess the highlight of this year for me has been being able to actually know my own capacity, I guess, and what I have space for and what I don't. And um, cutting out the things and, and people that uh, are bringing me down or, or not bringing, uh, you know, joy and prosperity into my life. Um, and I'm not saying necessarily that those people were uh, overly negative, but I think the pandemic has shown us all that we have to be very selective on um, who and what we, you know, relate mm-hmm. with <laughs> and who we, who we interact with. And uh yeah, I, I see a lot of silver lining, to be honest, of this year. I think so many people were just, just had their head down and, you know, just go about their business and never took a second to look up and know who their neighbor is or know what effects, like, didn't think that what they did had an impact on anyone else on the planet. And I think this year has forced us all to actually realize that what happens in China or, you know, Africa or Europe or North America affects every other person on the planet. And I think... As far as like a global shift, I think it's been an excellent exercise, to be honest. And I understand there's people that are sick and people have died. And I'm not suggesting that the pandemic is something that we should be like rooting for. But I think it has from a perspective shift and just the way people operate in their day-to-day life. I think it's been a a positive, to be honest. Um, And I'm hopeful for 2021. I think think things are trending in the right direction. I think we got, you know, the best minds on the planet looking at solutions. And I think... uh, everyone, you know, continues to do their part. We'll be, uh, we'll be laughing this time next year, you know? So. Matt Luloff. Matt, yeah. Matt Luloff. Actually, I was going to bring that up next. Uh, he's, uh, he had a post that I shared the other day about supporting your local uh, food bank. Um, yeah. cause a lot of people are not, are not as well off as some of us are. And if you can help out, uh, even if it's like five dollars or something, I mean, everybody should should give a little. I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was really you know great post and of uh, you know from Matt and then uh, and then also you sharing it you know it kind of highlights even just in our small community and not Ottawa as a whole but just even the Orleans food cupboard I think it's you know it's thirteen hundred I think Matt was saying in uh, over the last month or something like that 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 were in need or or, or use them. Uh, which goes to show that, you know, it's not, you know, it is, there are people within your community that are in need. And, and if you have the means to, to help out, whether it's, you know, cash or, or, you know, donations of food that is in your cupboard, uh, there's a lot of people that can use that. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was just something that something good and, and, and to highlight, you know, around this time, uh, yeah, I should, I should make a note too. Like, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this to you guys yesterday, but, um, you know, I, as most of you know, I, I had my daughter when I was quite young. And, you know, when you're 17 and raising a family, uh, resources are, are uh, not exactly abundant. Um, so we didn't even right. know that the actual, the Ottawa food cupboard actually showed up at our door on, you know, December 23rd, uh, delivered us a full Christmas hamper, like turkey, stuffing, cranberries, like more than you would ever buy even on your own. Um and made our Christmas, you know, allowed us to have a, a nice family meal with our 
new baby daughter. And I mean, it was amazing. So, I mean, there are a lot of people, even like you said, in your own community and, and close to home that, that do need that support and do need that help. And if you're, you know, if you're in a place where you have had a year that is, uh, you know, where you're not hurting. And I think a lot of people are also in that position that it's, you know, is the season, you know, like I said, we're all, we're all in this together, literally. And, um, we're on a, you know, we're just on a flying spaceship floor. It's floating through uh, the universe. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> no, I just, want to, I just want to reach through the screen and hug you. That's what I want to do right now. It's all <laughs> our organic speed. That cozy looking sweater. That cozy looking sweater makes them want to. Yeah. Makes them just want to... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, do you want to eat? Just, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm one of these. <laughs> okay. Oh, anonymous over there. Um, well, yes. What do you think, guys? Are we wrapping Matt, up? Sorry. I just, oh, read, I just want to read Matt Lulov's highlight here. He says, "Seeing the community come together to support causes like our resource centers and sewing masks for those in need." Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to 2021. Hopefully, getting to a point in this pandemic where we can begin seeing our friends and family again. We all miss that connection so much. Absolutely. Matt Greg says the biggest win of 2020 is seeing DW's goatee come together. I would agree. <laughs> yeah. That's a huge highlight. That's a huge <laughs> highlight. Oh, oh that's great. I, I, actually, something that uh, that Luloff just said uh, rang a bell because I came across yesterday. So I went to Diamond Storage yesterday to pick up some some stuff, uh, and they're giving away a million N95 masks. You don't need to buy anything. You go in, they literally will give you a stack of them. Um, and they're, they're giving away in Ottawa a million of them. So if you're in need of uh, masks or you're looking for kind of those uh, medical stuff, like type masks or, or have elders, especially around Christmas time coming up, uh, literally went in and they gave gave us like 25 of them. Um, so certainly uh, drop by. It's a great, uh, great initiative they're doing. And, and, you know, like around Christmas time right now, we're in the last weekend before Christmas. If people are out shopping, be sure to, uh, to support your local businesses, uh, your small businesses, um, you know, help them out, contact them, whether it's, you know, buying online from them or, or stopping by their shop. I know it means a lot to, to everyone in your, uh, in your community. Um, so try not to buy everything off Amazon. <laughs> try, Even try, if you try haven't started to. shopping yet. Try not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, I'm going to be venturing out today to, uh, to tackle some errands. Yeah. Well, you, uh, if you're in you, garden, you better watch out because I'm coming in hard. If you see me sprinting through Bayshore and your name's Aaron, get the hell out of the way. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, mood boost. Mood boost. Mood boost. I'm going yeah. to uh, bring in my special talent here for the last one. But. But all right, I got three, and then I'm going to throw the mic over to uh, Mad Tony for the fourth. So, number one, how was Christmas exactly like your job? How so? This is not know. this is not very 2020, but you do all the work, and some fat guy in a suit gets all the credit. Very <laughs> <laughs> very twenty. Very nineteen twenty stereotype. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are the best Christmas sweaters made from? Hmm? Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Um, okay, and last but not least, for me, Matt, 
How does Santa keep track of all the fireplaces he's visited? Hmm. He keeps a log. <laughs> Obviously. Matt? This is what we're going to be known for. Friday he's wrap up. In. He's coming in. We got one left here. Uh, oh, this is the one we want. Hey, go. Have a seat. Yeah, Matt Coney. <laughs> why is why is it getting harder to buy an advent calendars? Why is that? Because their days are numbered. Deep in a Madden game right now, so he was it was hard to pull him away from his uh New Orleans Saints versus Miami Dolphins game. <laughs> oh, all right, he got it. COVID at its best. Um, so yeah, so holidays. What do you guys got planned? What's the what's the skinny? Greg, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm out today. I'll be back in January. Can't wait. Cottage life. Very excited. That's about it. That's got my wife. She's here. She's here. Uh, I won't show you. Uh, you know, stick stay on the house. You know, keep it small. We're uh, we're a larger family with the nieces and nephews. You know, we're 14, and my parents are, are older. They're 74, so we're not really. You know, we're still trying to figure that out. We're obviously not being able to all get together. We're kind of do we? How do we divvy it up? Of or do we get together at all? Anyways, it's a uh, trying to figure that out. But but it'll be uh, yes, stick around here. Yeah, we. Uh, my sister is a family of uh, eight currently, uh, soon to be nine. And so um, when my family gets together, we're 20 plus. So we're definitely not getting together. We're, we don't need guidelines. Um, your, sister, your sisters make it up for my lack of children. <laughs> yes. our, our family is basically uh, Noah's Ark, but with humans. Uh, one, one of each, you know, guys, girls, we got the whole nine. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, we do uh, our kind of family tradition, at least Christmas morning has always been, uh, usually we'd open the gifts and then my mom would... Uh, have cinnamon. It was kind of the only time we'd get, uh, you know, that, that cinnamon treat was on Christmas morning. So uh, I think she's dropping cinnabons off uh, Christmas Eve. We're gonna do a little Zoom call with the whole family Christmas morning. But um, kids are here this Christmas Eve, so we'll get some of the magic. You know, we're gonna go looking for Santa's sleigh. See if we can see Rudolph's red nose outside Christmas Eve. You know, the uh, we got a few old traditions. You know, we'll, we'll get we'll make it we'll make it magical. You know, awesome. Great. We'll keep it legal. We'll keep it vertical at least till New Year's. You know, <laughs> at least till New Year. Welcome. Well, listen, everyone, we're, uh, I guess we'll be back the, uh, I think it's the 8th. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Yeah. In the interim, all the episodes are. Available online, uh, FridayWrapUp.com. No the, just FridayWrapUp.com or .ca. Uh, all the episodes are there, or you can just go on to Spotify, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and all the episodes are up there as well. So if you want to catch up and yeah, you just can't get enough of uh, Dave, Greg, and myself over the holidays, and you want to hear our smooth voices while you enjoy a coffee down by the water, you're able to do that. Greg, you're much better at that voice, but... Uh, no, I think we should both just talk like this all the time from now on, Paul. This is how the podcast... Welcome to NPR and Friday Wrap-Up. This is how we go, taking you through the smooth sounds of real estate and mortgages in Ottawa and across the country. One day internationally. Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Ward. 
coming at you hard, long, and strong. We'll see you guys in the new year. The Friday wrap up brought to you by Blue Panda Realty, referralmortgages.com, and Stephen Hopkins video, No Flash.